0: So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address to make sure that you vote and vote informed. All right, welcome to another segment of the PBL Podcast. And again, you can find us at all of our social media platforms as at the PBL Podcast. Our website is the PBL Podcast. Dot com you can email us and please do at the pBL podcast at gmail.com and of course support us through patreon.com slash the pBL podcast with a membership for your money you will get behind the scenes you will get all the video of the PBL podcast as they are played you will also get you know some bloopers working on more bloopers and some additional content that only is heard as at patreon and again it's patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash the pbl podcast and hey it could be as little as a dollar a month less than a cup of coffee right cup of coffee nowadays what about 60 bucks no i'm kidding of course depends what you get me i get black coffee i'm not one of those people that puts all kind of stuff in my coffee so i think i'm spending what about 270 280 for a cup of coffee which is kind of outrageous if you think about it but here we are This is how much coffee is nowadays. So, as I mentioned before the break, the violence continues. Here are some headlines out of Chicago. Chicago Mayor Lightfoot is running the Titanic into an iceberg intentionally, police union chief says. So, her very own police union chief is claiming that she has a Napoleon complex and sharply spurns those who disagree with her. So, uh, this individual had a phone call with mayor Lightfoot and well, here's what he said. The Chicago mayor Lightfoot was called unprofessional, childish, and pathetic by the city's president of the fraternal order of police, John Catanzara. I'm sorry, John, if I got your name wrong, who was in turn responding to a sharp criticism of him. He was on the Ingram angle uh, Tuesday night. And basically this is what he said. The mayor likes to use, the word unhinged, but the ironic part is the mayor became unhinged. I wish I can show you the text messages that she sent me over the weekend as soon as she found out I sent the request to President Trump. So he, res- he sent the request to President Trump for help in Chicago. I don't know if you heard, most likely you have. There was a funeral the other day and I think it was 16 or 17 people got shot. There's video on the internet of this. You can watch ca- a car pull up And then you hear the gunfire. You see people running and you just hear rapid gunfire. That car pulls up a little more, continues shooting. And then it looks like another car pulls up and also shoots. 17 people, I believe, were shot. So this um, police union chief actually had a conversation or requested that Trump come in and help. Trump said he would. And Lightfoot had a conniption to say the least a conniption saying we don't want anyone in here and we don't want Trump coming in here. Now her city's on fire. I mean, this is day in and day out where they are, are, are killing people. Look at this. This is just, just recently. All right. So uh, on let's see, Tuesday, 23 shot and four killed last Tuesday. On la- Monday, last Monday, 25 shot, three killed. So nearly, on two-day period, nearly 50 people shot, seven killed. One of the articles I read saying the quiet or the uh, safe, or I forget how it termed it, so I apologize. I'm not saying it right, but I'll paraphrase as best I can. That a quiet, uh, sleepy town or the uh, law-abiding south side of Chicago had this violence. South, South side of Chicago is, is a mess. This is where all this violence is. If you are traveling to Chicago, stay away from the South side of Chicago. Do not go into the South side of Chicago. That's where all this is happening. And what it is, is it's gang violence. So it's one gang pitted against other gangs, maybe more than, I mean, maybe several gangs, but what's happening in the city of Chicago right now is the mayor who is ineffectual and inept an incompetent, has no spine, is doing nothing about it. And the police department, well, they don't know what's going to happen. They see what happened in Atlanta with Rayshard Brooks' case where Officer Rolfe was indicted and arrested. So these police in Atlanta, or not in Atlanta, Chicago, are thinking the same thing could happen to them. So, you know, if you're a cop in Chicago, you're worried about your safety and you're worried about whether or not you're going to go to jail. You know the 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 mayor and the mayor's department doesn't have your back, and you know what? As I mentioned before, so do the criminals. The criminals know this, so they're doing this in broad daylight with cameras all around. They just don't care anymore. So this union police chief reaches out to the Trump administration for help. The mayor has a fit, but the mayor is acquiesced. The mayor did have a conversation with Trump and did agree for Trump, Trump to come in and assist under certain conditions, right? You know, forget what those conditions are. We're just glad that she's agreed. But get this. Look at this headline. Chicago anti-police protesters target mayor's home after her call with Trump. So now her house was targeted by these protesters because they want her to defund the police. The mayor and President Trump recently discussed plans for federal officers to deploy in the city. <laughs> so she's finally acquiesced, right? But now the protesters are now protesting her because she's agreed to let Trump bring in some federal people to, uh, to help protect the city. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but you know this is what happens when they start to eat their own. Because what the Democrats are worried about is they're worried about this far-left base not voting. That's their biggest fear. They're afraid that all these far-left radicals are going to turn on them and they're going to lose power. And it very well could happen. So they're walking on eggshells. Remember that word, eggshells. I'm going to bring it up later in the show. They're walking on eggshells because they're afraid that these far-left lunatics, and they are lunatics, are not going to vote. And if they do vote, they're going to vote for far-left lunatic candidates to primary these guys or to take them out. Or, you know, at this time, we're getting so close to the election that they'll probably just sit it out because their elected officials, in their terms, I'm sure they're thinking, sold out and didn't go far-left enough. So the far-left base of the Democrat Party right now controls the Democrat Party. And I don't care who you are. If you're a leftist, you're middle-of-the-road leftist, maybe you're in the middle, maybe you're liberal. Not very many liberals left, classic liberal in a sense, are pretty much just gone, at least all run out of politics. There are some classic liberals. A good friend of mine in Blaine Washington is one of them. Those, those, those individuals do not have a voice in the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is controlled by the far left, and it's scaring the hell out of the party leaders right now because you look at the party leaders, Nancy Pelosi, Stephen Hoyner, these are people (laughs) way up in age who've been in position for decades and uh, they are worried about this group coming up because it's not their ideals, that's not what they're about, but they want to retain power, so they're placating them, and then you got Portland, right? Portland, Oregon, oh my gosh, is this just like the catalyst? of protesters i mean portland oregon has been a mess for as long as i can remember i mean have you seen some of the riots and what's going on in portland here's an article and this was a protest uh in portland oregon i guess a black lives matters protest and it says here watch and there's a video attached to it toddlers hold signs saying f and i'm leaving the rest of the word out the police now when i say toddlers it's like six-year-old kids I'm looking at one right now. It says F trumps goons. F is written as E-F-F. Then there's another girl, younger. She's probably like five or six. I mean, it could be younger. I don't know. And it's F, the full word, the police. What is wrong with people? Child is born. Remember that song. A child is born with a heart of gold. Way of the world turns it so cold. They are turning their children's heart cold. They are turning their children's heart cold. What are these kids going to grow up and be like? What are these kids going to grow up and think? Let's hope that they, they rise above this. But to bring your child that young to a protest and carry and walk around a sign that's a big black sign with white letters that say F Trump's goons, F the police. These are children. What is wrong with these people? This is going on in Portland. Here's another one, Portland Commissioner. This is a Portland Commissioner. Here's the headline. Police are starting the fires themselves to justify attacking community members. This is an actual Portland Commissioner. Her name is Joanne Hardesty. And she was telling this with an interview with the magazine Marie Claire. What, What? But she actually says that the police are starting the fires themselves to justify attacking community members. Now, this same commissioner has requested to the mayor, and it's a far leftist mayor, to the mayor, Tim Wheeler, that. She should take over control of the police. That He should acquiesce and give her control of the police. In the charter for the city of Portland, the mayor is the police commissioner. Well, she wants that to change. She, want, she believes the mayor should give her control of the police. This is the same woman that is accusing the Portland Police Department of starting the fires themselves to justify attacking community members. Portland, you got a problem. You got a major problem. Here's some audio from Rep. Earl Blumenauer. He's a Democrat. Of course he's a Democrat. Oregon, 3rd District. You are just not going to believe this. So, let me set the video up. It's, he's in the Hall of Congress, and he's giving a speech. Then the video goes split screen, and on one side of the video, you're going to hear the rioting going on in Portland. He's talking, and someone, ingeniously I might add, split the screen and on one side, he's talking about no problems in Portland. And on the other side, you see them rioting, setting fires. You see all the graffiti. So you, you can't see that, obviously, listening to it. So please go to our Patreon account, patreon.com slash the PBL podcast. And you can see it there, but you can also find this online. and You can also find it on my TikTok video. I put it up on TikTok at the PBL podcast. But listen to this. Portland, Oregon is not out of control. To be sure, there are some people who have strong feelings, and there are some who have done things that are inappropriate and unlawful. But that is the challenge of our local and our state to manage. Not having somebody unwelcome, uninvited, and unprepared to coming in and taking this situation. Is that not just the most unbelievable thing? He literally says, "There's not a problem in Portland," and right next to him, somebody split the screen and has the riots going on. You could see the graffiti, the smoke, obviously police using tear gas. But yeah, there's no problem. Portland doesn't have a problem. No, 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 whatsoever. What did? What did? What did? Just I don't get it. What's the end game other than power? They want to retain power. Portland, you got a problem. He's wrong, Earl you may need to go watch some news, buddy. Because right now, you're not catching it. Absolutely crazy what's going on in the world right now. We've got toddlers holding signs, F the police. We got city commissioners blaming the police department or accusing the police department of setting fires in their own community to put the community against (sighs) community members to justify attacking community members. Just absolutely crazy. Now. You got this one. I love this story, by the way. This is out of Texas. This is so appropriate. And oh my gosh, do I hope this gets traction. Uh, Texas Congressman Rep. Gomert. I don't know if I'm saying it right, G-O-H-M-E-R-T, Gomert calls for Congress to ban Democrats due to the past position on slavery. I, I love this idea. I think this is a brilliant, brilliant Brilliant idea uh, that I hope I hope Rep. Gomer can get some traction on this because you know why we got all these riots going in and around our country and they want to take down um, statues of past uh, historical figures you know because maybe they own slavery they wanted to do something where they're 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 pissed off at Mount Rushmore because two of the presidents there on Mount Rushmore once owned slaves now uh, they want to take down Stone Mountain because uh, it's a Confederate symbol. They want to take down all Confederate symbols. They want to ban history because it had bad elements, according to them. Well, Rep Gomerts on to something because the Democrat Party is the party founded on slavery. Now, if you remember your history classes, we were taught of a famous debate between Lincoln and uh, Douglas, the famous Lincoln-Douglas debates. Uh, so Douglas and Lincoln were running for senate in illinois and they had all i think it was like six debates these like three-hour debates lincoln was running as a republican a newly formed republican party and douglas running for democrat and the whole argument was you know keeping slavery existent you know talking about slavery douglas was for slavery lincoln was against slavery wanted to abolish slavery lincoln lost he lost that election but the Republican Party tapped him to be their nominee for president of the United States for the 1860 election. And the Democrats, well, they had a fractured election. They had Douglas in the northern, represented the Norman Dem- Democrats, and I forget who it was that represented the southern Democrats. So they had a fractured party, which, lucky for us, lucky for history, they had a fractured party, and Lincoln eventually won and freed the slaves. Those were Democrats. They were Democrats. Douglas was like l- slave light. The guy in the South, he was running for the South Democrat Party, wanted slavery outright. So the Democrats are the party of slavery. The Democrats, people. The Democrats are the party of segregation. The Democrats are the party of Jim Crow. The Democrats are the party of the KKK. Bull Connor, Democrat. George Wallace died a Democrat. Robert K. K. Byrd, the longest serving member in Congress was a Democrat and also former Grand Clegal of the KKK. These are Democrats. So Gohmert's on to something. If we're going to cancel culture all this other stuff out, well, by golly, we need to cancel culture the Democrat Party out. Oh, I know what people are going to say. You know it too. You're going to hear them talk about how the party switched the so-called switch, whatever, whatever the hell that was, I don't know, because I can't find it in history of when all these Republicans switched to Democrats or Democrats to Republicans. I don't remember when that all happened. You know, they always look at Strom Thurmond. that seems to be their bellwether to say, "Ah, that's it right there. That's it. Strom Thurmond, he's the one that switched from a Democrat to a Republican. That represents all of them. BS. When I moved to uh, Atlanta in the '90s. Uh, it, was, it was a demo, it was a blue state. Was that when it was switched? Because that sure wasn't in my lifetime that this supposedly happened. The Democrats were the party of Jim Crow, the party of segregation, and the party of the Ku Klux Klan. It's just, I mean, the 1921 Democrat um, convention was, was, has been known as the Klan Bake because there were so many KKK members there. This is the 1921 Democrat convention. You could see pictures where they got tons of people in their Klan outfits. So Gomert's on to something. Let's cancel culture out the Democrat Party. If they want to continue down this road, they being the left, of cancel culturing out historic monuments, well, I think this needs to happen as well. I think it's brilliant. So good on you, Rep. Gomert. You know, it makes me feel like we're all living in that movie, Idiocracy. Idiocracy, I think it is. Yeah, Idiocracy. Uh, Luke Wilson starred in it where, you know, he uh, somehow got lost in time and woke up and everybody's just dumber. Oh, my God. Are we going down that road? <laughs> are we Idiocracy? I mean, we got everybody, be, you know, being shamed into wearing masks. And there's been some studies that masks do limit the amount of air that you're getting. So maybe there's some truth to this movie. Maybe it was a documentary. Oh, gosh. So I mentioned walking on eggshells earlier in the the podcast. So here I'm going to come home with that. Uh, uh, There's been a recent um, study or a poll. And here's the headline. Walking on eggshells. Sixty two percent of Americans are afraid to express political views. Survey finds. Self-censorship is on the rise, according to a new Cato Institute survey that reports nearly two-thirds of Americans are afraid to share their political views, 62%. That's a big number. It's a majority, my friends. It's a majority. We often talk about the silent majority, and no, that's not racist. The silent majority is out there. They're walking on eggshells. They're afraid to express their political views. The Democrats know this. The Democrats are afraid. They are scared. Signs do point well for Trump's reelection. And I'm telling you, if you listen to this podcast, I want you to have a conversation with as many people as you can on the conservative side to vote red down ticket. I, I'm not a big down ticket guy. I will not and do not and have not voted for a Democrat since uh, 1992. And I just simply will not make that mistake again. I think the Democrat Party is the party of segregation and slavery. I think the Democrat Party is the party of um, tiptoeing in socialism or dipping their toe into socialism. I think the Democrat Party is uh, bad for the country. Uh, I'm not saying that all Republicans are perfect, that the GOP is perfect. They are not. In fact, I'm not even a registered Republican, but I'm voting red. I'm voting down ballot because I want the Democrats out of office. We need to retain the presidency, and we need to retain the Senate, and we need to get back the House of Congress. And once, and once that's done, then, then we could start getting our country back to the path of growth. I won't even say normalcy. I don't even know what that is anymore. But it gives us back on a path of growth and economic prosperity. Regardless of your opinions of capitalism, there has been no other economic engine in the history of mankind that has provided benefits and success and gotten more people out of poverty in the history of the world capitalism is the best system we got. It's not the perfect system. It's not a perfect system. And you know what? I don't think there is a perfect system because we as humans, we're all flawed. We are sinners. We all have our problems and we always will because we are sinners. We are a flawed species. Capitalism is not perfect, but it is the best economic system that there has ever been in mankind. Please, politics and brown liquor, uh, or P- the PBL podcast at gmail.com. Email me something better. Let me know. Reach out. I'd love to hear it. I've not seen it. Socialism doesn't work. We know that. So people walking on eggshells, 62% of Americans are afraid to express their political views. What do you think that's going to do at the ballot box? How do you think that's going to represent at the ballot box? Those people that are afraid to speak their political views, how do you think they're going to vote? We need to vote down ticket. And not just because we need both houses of Congress in the GOP hands and the presidency in the GOP hands, but there's going to be another Supreme court pick. And when that happens, we need someone right, the right person. And I believe Donald J. Trump is the right person for the right time. I am not a fan of who he is personally. You know, I I praise the man for his success. I think, uh, you know, what he has done as far as what he's achieved is truly amazing. You know, granted, Yeah, sure. He was born into a well-off family, but he took it farther than it's ever been in his entire family. His dad was very wealthy. Trump became even wealthier, multi-billionaire. And he's a crass individual. I'll be the first to tell you that. But you know what? Do you really want someone like Biden in? Because if you put Biden in, if you vote for Biden, you're not getting Biden. You're getting the lackeys that Biden has around him. And he hasn't even selected him. The man doesn't have it together cognitively. So the people that are being put, that will be put in cabinet positions aren't selected by Biden. Biden has said that he's only going to run one term. Yeah. Walking on eggshells. 62% of Americans are afraid to express political views. And those 62% of the Americans, when they go to the voting booth, how do you think they're going to vote? This, this is what has the Democrats concerned. Now, Condi Rice just recently came out. Uh, there's an article where she says the headline is socialism has only worked at gunpoint. That's quote unquote from Condi Rice, uh, who's the um, national security advisor to President Bush, um, W. Bush, only worked at gunpoint. And she's right. You know, I put this out on my TikTok and some Yahoo came back and said, well, you don't think we've got communism and socialism? You don't think the stimulus package is socialism? Yeah, that's not what she's talking about. You look at Venezuela, mm -hmm, that's socialism. You look at uh, other countries around the world that have tried socialism, it has failed miserably. There is a little-known story about the United States, by the way, but before it was the United States, when settlers came here, they attempted socialism. And what they found was that people figured out that they can get the same amount of stuff that everybody else can. So say somebody was working very, very hard, And they didn't have to work. And they got the same amount of stuff, food, supplies, what have you. And then the people that were doing the work started getting really pissed off about it. And it failed because nobody wants to support somebody who's not going to pull their weight. So it can't work. The only way that you could support somebody like that is, well, gunpoint. Gunpoint to the head. Socialism cannot work. Margaret Thatcher famously said, socialism works until you run out of other people's money. And so Condoleezza Rice is absolutely correct on this. So we need to ensure that we get as many people to the ballot to vote red in less than 100 days now. Keep your head up, your chin high, because if we re elect Donald J. Trump, then we'll get back on the path of prosperity. We'll get through. The virus impact. It'll all come back. The biggest concern right now is the national debt. That's going to take a lot of work. And if we if we put a Democrat in office, that's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And the country will eventually go bankrupt. So thank you for listening to this episode of the PBL podcast. Again, you can find us at all of our media platforms as at the PBL podcast. Our website is the Pblpodcast.com. Be sure to support us on Patreon.com slash the PBL by membership. Uh, you know, for a dollar a month, uh, $3, $5, uh, you know, for 10,000, we love you a long time. I know, I know that's just a joke, but we got it out there. It really is on the Patreon account. There are six, different memberships and for your membership you get either advanced videos uh you get behind the scenes you get the video of the podcast as well and also content that's not released on our free platforms like our podcast or our website that's content only on patreon.com so after each show there'll be content that'll only be available on patreon so please Visit us at patreon.com slash the PBL podcast and support us there. And please do email us. How are we doing? I love, 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 love critical, constructive criticism, feedback. So you can give us that feedback at the PBL podcast at gmail.com. And again, thank you everybody. Thank you for listening. Until then, head up, chin high, because there are a lot of people out there like us, and we're ready to vote.